Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about bilateral bipartite sesamoid bones. So the big question is this, how are runners like us who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. This episode comes from a question from one of the Doc on the Run YouTube channel viewers who wanted to know about bilateral bipartite sesamoid bones and what that really means. I get these kind of questions all the time where somebody really wants to know what a term means and what the implications are for them as a runner if they've had an injury. And usually this is a thing like a, a sesamoid stress fracture or a condition like sesamoiditis where you start to get pain under the big toe joint and then you go to see a doctor they look at you, they poke around on your foot, maybe they take some x-rays. And when they look at your x-rays, they tell you, oh, you have bilateral bipartite sesamoids. And of course, if you're not a doctor, you're probably not going to understand what that means. So first of all, the sesamoid bones are these two little bones. They're about the size of kidney beans, and they sit underneath the big toe joint at the ball of the foot. So when you get an x-ray of your foot, it's actually really easy to see the sesamoid bones. Uh, you can see them. They're kind of round or ovoid, and they're sitting under the metatarsal and you stand on them when you're walking. So in terms of this, this question about bilateral bipartite sesamoids, what does it mean? Well, the first thing is the sesamoid bones is those two little bones under your big toe joint. Now, lateral, the term lateral in medicine means away from the midline. So when we say something is bilateral, that means it's on both sides of the body, or in this case, present in both of your feet. So when somebody says you have bilateral something, it means that you have it on both sides. So if you have bilateral carpal tunnel syndrome, that means that you have this problem in both of your wrists. You have carpal tunnel syndrome on your right hand and your left hand. If you have bilateral knee arthritis, it means you have arthritis in both of your knees. So if you have bilateral bipartite sesamoids, it just means that you have bipartite sesamoids in both feet. So what does bipartite mean? Well, bi means two and part is an individual part and so when we say they're bipartite sesamoids it means that your sesamoid bones are actually in two parts and so if you look at an x-ray and you have a bipartite sesamoid uh, let's say one of the two sesamoid bones which you have two of those one of them is called the tibial sesamoid the other is called the fibular sesamoid and if your tibial sesamoid is a bipartite sesamoid that means it's in two separate pieces. And you're probably wondering how that happens. Most people think it broke in half, but that's actually not the case when you have bipartite sesamoids because the sesamoid bones actually begin development. They're soft when you're developing as a fetus and then all of your bones, in fact, are soft at some point and they begin to develop calcium deposits and turn into ossified hard bone that you can see on an x-ray over time. And we can actually tell the age of a small child by looking at the x-rays of the feet because we know certain bones completely solidify at certain ages. And within the sesamoid bone, since they're two separate growth centers, they develop separately and they begin to harden and fuse together to become this single solid sesamoid bone as you age and as you develop. And so sometimes that process doesn't complete itself and then effectively what you have is you have two little bones instead of one big sesamoid bone sitting there and it looks like it's in two pieces and it's connected by fibrous or cartilaginous soft tissue 
between the sections of bone. So it functions as one bone, but it looks like it's in two pieces. So the question is, is like, well, how can you tell the difference when you look at an x-ray of whether that's a bipartite sesamoid or if it's a sesamoid where you had a sesamoid stress fracture and it actually broke into two pieces and then separated? Well, there's a couple of ways you can tell. The first thing is that when you look at them, there are several things that we as doctors or radiologists looking at your x-rays would say, suggest one or the other. The first thing is that if you think about it, if you have a, a hard-boiled egg and you cut it in half and you look at it, it's obviously two distinct pieces. You have sort of round edges away from each other. And then in the middle, there's sort of a straight line where you've cut the egg in half. And the sesamoids do this. When you get a stress fracture and it separates, it looks like you have two halves of one oval sitting there. But when you have bipartite sesamoids, it actually just looks like two smaller eggs sitting next to each other in alignment, but you don't have this sort of straight line. You don't see a jagged line in between. And if it's a fresh fracture where that jagged line is that's between the two pieces, it's generally a little fuzzy. It's not clear. And when you have a clear edge of the bone on an x-ray that we see, we say that it's corticated because it's a, the cortex is the wall of the bone. And when it's thick and hard like the wall of a bone, it, it shows up on an x-ray. And so if we look at a bipartite sesamoid, you can actually look at it and trace all the way around the circle, all the way around the piece, a hard, white, delineated line that we call cortication. And so that's really it. So you're looking for two halves in the case of a sesamoid stress fracture or sort of two, two pebbles or two beans sitting next to each other in the case of a bipartite sesamoid. Sometimes people have two bipartite sesamoids, one in each foot, but the fibular sesamoid is just in one piece. It starts to get confusing, though, when you're trying to figure out whether or not you have a sesamoid stress fracture and you're looking at an x-ray uh, and you have pain on the sesamoid, you have pain when you run, but you get an x-ray and then you're confused because it looks like the bone's in two pieces, but you're not really sure because the doctor didn't explain it to you. So anytime you get an injury like this, it's really important that you keep a track of all of your pain, that you make sure you're tracking what you're doing, and that you can actually figure out what's causing your symptoms so that you can get back on track. So that's one of the things I talk about in the Runner's Rapid Recovery Journal. It's one of the things I talk about extensively in the three-day Fast Track Challenge, which you can join for free, where I show you what it is to, to really figure out what your baseline is right now, what you can do to figure out if you're doing too much or too little as you ramp up your training and maintain your fitness while you're healing one of these injuries. But you can take all that information to your doctor and it can actually be very, very helpful for them to be able to make a decision about whether or not it's something that you can continue to run or in some other way maintain all of your running fitness while you continue to heal. But if somebody tells you something like you have bilateral bipartite sesamoids and they don't explain it for you, you need to stop them and tell them you don't understand and make sure you get the full explanation. That will help more than anything else. Listen, if you just got injured, you need to take action right now. And if you've been injured and you're not getting better and you need to figure out what to do to get back to running and keep training and not lose all your running fitness, you need to take action. But the thing that you really need to do more than anything else is probably not what you really think. Most of the runners who call me are looking for some magical solution or something that they can do to make them run even when they're injured that is going to be magical. And there is no such magic, but there is something you can do. And I'm going to show you exactly how to do it. Now I made something for you that's a three-day training, it's free, and it's how to fast track your running injury in record time. Now during this free three-day training, what I'll show you is number one, what I learned when I got injured in medical school and why it was wrong, 
what I learned when I got injured right before an Ironman race that was right. And the third thing I'm gonna show you is the five-step process that worked for me that can work for you too. So there are five things that you're gonna learn. Number one, can you run right now and not lose your running fitness? Number two, how can you figure out how bad the injury is right now? How can you remove the confusion that's caused by inflammation right now? And how can you reduce the tissue stress so you can train now? And then how to safely test, retest, and keep running. Now again, this is a free training. It's free, you don't have to pay anything. It's three days, but you're gonna get immediate access if you just go to docontherun.com slash fast track. And I'm gonna show you how to fast track your running injury. So go to docontherun.com slash fast track and grab your seat now. I'll see you in the training.